This is Blank on Blank, distributed by the Public Radio Exchange, PRX.org. I'm David Gerlach. So what is happiness? Can we ever truly be happy, or does the past always creep in and drag us down? Those are the questions the late Philip Seymour Hoffman pondered during a conversation recorded back in 2012. Here is the tape. I, I would definitely say pleasure is not happiness because I think you, I kill pleasure. Like, like I take too much of it in and therefore make it unpleasurable. Like, like too much coffee and you're miserable, you know? And, and that, I do that to pleasure often, you know? And so I don't, I, I don't think yeah. and there is no pleasure that I haven't actually made myself sick on. And, uh, <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman in conversation with philosopher Simon Critchley on stage at the Rubin Museum of Art in New York City. I have thought a lot about this actually in my life lately, to be honest, and gotten nowhere with it in a, in a way that, that <laughs> meaning that, that there's a period of time in your life where I, I kind of look back and I think, was I happy or was I just not aware? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. that, I mean, it yeah. seems like a very basic question, but I really do think that you reach a time where you go, I don't know. Yeah. And it really does upend a lot of things in your, in your own life and in your own mind. But I, in my life now, I think I have three children, and I, I, think, I think I'm happy when I'm with them, and they're okay. When I see them enjoying each other in front of me, then they let me enjoy them in turn. That brings a feeling which I would say is happiness. Now, yeah. I don't know why. I mean, I do know why, obviously, right. on the surface, because they're my kids. And they're, mm-hmm. But there is, it is a certain thing that happens, and I'm like, right now, right now, this right. is it. But there are moments when something else creeps in there, and I'm not conscious of the love. I'm conscious of something else, which happens to be my own childhood. So, so all of a sudden, they start to reflect something other than what I hoped my childhood to be. Being having a kid always takes you back to being a kid somehow, and they really are showing me a childhood I might not have had in some way. But if something else creeps in, it, it becomes a different kind of reflection, which is of your shortcomings, your inadequacies, your um, incapabilities, your, your powerlessness, and on and on and on, which wakens up a whole other thing. And that's what I mean about happiness. Does that mean the end? It ended? And that, that, that gets so discouraging to me about, well, what is this thing? You know, like people always say life is short. That's kind of the phrase. Life is short, time is short. And it does. As we get older, time does quicken. It's long, and it's long right. pertaining to that thought that the past is not done with you because you can't get rid of it, and so therefore it just starts to drag. Yeah. You get a glimpse of what you might have wanted or what it could have been, and you can start to have it right here in your life now. But then the past does creep in pretty quickly, and that is a very difficult one, and how to keep it there and not have it kind of ruin it. If we're so keen on being happy, why do we spend so much time in the dark watching actors as brilliant as you portraying miserable creatures? <laughs> What's going on there? It, I mean, any great novel that I can think of is actually drawing a character or a narrative in such a way that is so brutally honest in a way that you thought, oh God, I never would have put it that way, but that's it. All of a sudden you come across it in a book in such a way that you're relieved that somebody actually got it down on paper and you're grateful because it is that awful or that brutal, therefore that memorable. 
And that's what I'm talking about, is if I don't allow people to somehow identify with the worst inside themselves, they never have a chance at actually walking out with that person in their heart, you know, mm -hmm. or in their minds, you know what I mean? They're too easy to dismiss. It's like, it might not be the thing they'll admit to a friend, you know what I mean? But if you're honest, you kind of probably do. I do, and I know I can't be that wildly different from everyone in this room, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, it's like, and I identify with a lot of things I've done in the movies, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It doesn't mean I've literally done them, it's I identify with them. I identify with their source. Because that's the thing with meditation too, right? That if you meditate every day and you really get into meditation, meditation is actually coming right up to the, the lip of death and, and saying, I'm here, I'm scared, I'm here, I'm scared, that that's life. That if you can actually live in that place, <clears throat> that that's where happens, right? I mean, it's yeah. the same kind of thing. That the, Learning how to die, you know, and therefore is learning how to live. Philip Seymour Hoffman died from a drug overdose on February 2nd, 2014. He was 46 and had three children. You can watch the animated version of this episode on our website, blankonblank.org. It's our series with PBS Digital Studios. But before we go, one more bite from the tape. This is right after Philip Seymour Hoffman walked on stage that night. Okay. <laughs> so, happy? Oh, God. <laughs> That's what, uh, when I'm sitting out there, I'm like, I'm the stupidest man in the room, and I'm about to step up on that stage. I mean, that, that, that is what I think, you know, at that, that time. And I go, that has a lot to do with what we're about to talk about. Right, right. <laughs> right, right. That, 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 you know, that, you, that I would think that, you know, that I'm going to talk about something that anyone would ever have to take seriously enough to um, incorporate into their own, <laughs> their own thoughts. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So don't listen. You can hear the rest of this conversation with Philip Seymour Hoffman online at rubenmuseum.org slash talks. Amy Drozdowska produced this episode with me. We tweet at blank on blank. You can also follow us on Facebook and Tumblr and let us know if you have an interview that should be heard. Send an email to interviews at blank on blank dot org. All right, that's all for now. I'm David Gerlach. Keep listening. Mm -hmm.